Hi, I'm Gavin. And I'm Graham. And this is Clover and Haggis. And I've got two stories for you this week. Oh, only two? Yeah. Why not three? Well, I could probably have three if you give me a, Yeah, I could probably think of a third one. But, you know, the little piggies asked. Nobody asked, but I decided I'm going to tell. And you still can't actually get the name right. It's Wee Piggies. Wee Piggies, God. I'll You'll get, get it right one day. I'll get there. But do you really have to tell these stories? Are they stories that you should tell on the podcast? Yeah, they're completely okay. They're, they have gone through the PG and they're PG-13 uh, at best. Is this going to be our clean episode where we don't swear and don't talk yes. about anything overly sexual? Finally, there'll be something that YouTube can't take any money that we don't get off them. <laughs> or Spotify. Or Spotify. Actually, I have to mark our episodes on Spotify and Apple as explicit because yeah. we swear and we talk about a lot of sex. So they are they are all marked as explicit content. Oh, okay. That's good because we don't give any pre-warning. So maybe one day we can have one that's not explicit. Maybe okay. this is going to be the one. I thought you were going the other way there. I thought you were going to go into one where we're just explicit and just be like, say say all the words, get them all out. Isn't that just our entire lives and podcast? Yeah, but if we've done a whole podcast as being like, oh, I'm filthy dirty right now. <laughs> that's just because you haven't showered. Do-ba-do-ba-dum. I showered yesterday. Yeah, but that was yesterday. <laughs> it's now today. Yeah, well, today is a long time ago. You scumbag. I'm okay go, with that. Go on, what's your first story? So the first one was when we were doing karaoke the last day and you were disappeared somewhere. Who knows where you were? Uh, I was singing to my friend Alan um, and who was singing all the words back to me. And I was doing a perfect rendition of Landside. Landslide. Langslide. What? Lang- Land. Side. Side. Yeah, there you go. From Fleetwood Mac. Langside is the name of the train station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was doing Fleetwood Mac, but they put the, Dix- the Dixie Chicks on instead, which really bothered me. That is actually disgusting. Oh, I don't know why. I just don't think I know the Dixie Chicks version. I mean, there's three versions of that song that I know. So there's Fleetwood Mac, which is the original and the best. Then you have the Dixie Chicks. And then you have Glee. And it goes in that order, right? No. It really doesn't. It goes Fleetwood Mac is the best version. Glee is the second best version. And the least good version is the Dixie Chicks. I don't think that the uh, Glee one really counts. It does count. Well, they're just like mimers. They're just like, yeah, they're not the real singers. How are they? Well, they do sing their own versions. They're not, well, they do lip sync in the show, obviously. But they record it all first. Are you a Gleek? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every time you play a song and I'm like, oh, that's not the original song. I'm like, is this Glee? I only play some songs because some of their songs are better. Like, well, Landslide isn't. Landslide is Fleetwood Mac is the best. Well, you play the one with the two um, the two girls who were cheerleaders doing the Britney Spears Madonna song. Oh, Me Against the Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I like I like that version. It's pretty much exactly <laughs> the same, but I just like watching it. I like watching their version. You like seeing it move around? Yeah, plus Santana and Britney were hot. Yeah, they were. I'll give them that. Rest in peace, Naya Rivera. Oh, was one of them's dead, and she... Yeah, she was the one that drowned. Oh, well, that's why you can't like Lee anymore, because you can't go through it like a morbid kind of habituary. You kind of go, and they're dead, they're dead, they're dead. That's why I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. But anyway, what was your karaoke story? Because it, it, it can't oh. just be that you sang a song. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I just sang a song. Just went up and had a little wee song. It was great. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> no, but while I was singing, some complete stranger came up and just handed me a pound coin, like tipped me while I was singing. While you were singing? Yeah. Yeah, he loved it. Are, he you, ca- are you sure he wasn't paying you to stop? Um, I'm pretty sure he was 
play me to continue. I'm sure he was like he didn't say it, but his eyes gave me. I want you to to sing it better than than like Fleetwood Mac. Maybe he thought you were a sex worker, and that's all you charge. Maybe he thought I was Fleetwood Mac, and he was just like, <laughs> "Oh, I can't believe I didn't pay for this ticket." And I'm like, "Sorry, honey." Trust me, I've heard you sing. You ain't no Fleetwood Mac. Oh well, I had I definitely had my Fleetwood Mac diva inside me for the for the song because I belted it out. I was just like, "I'm gonna sing this song the way I want to sing." <laughs> but you weren't even doing Fleetwood Mac. You were doing Dixie Chicks. Well, hey, I was going to Dixie Chicks theme tune but I, which wasn't exactly the same <laughs> the same thing do you mean the melody the melody not the theme tune a theme tune not. is like the start of a tv show this is a story of a lovely lady yeah that's yeah. a theme tune yeah <laughs> that's not like a melody it's so no he definitely was giving me money because he appreciated the performance and he wanted to make me a record selling artist and i was like listen john which we'll gave my name john <laughs> was his name actually John or are you just making this up no he randomly handed me money and walked off I don't even know who it was <laughs> are you sure you didn't drop the pound and then he picked up and gave you the pound no he came up and put it in my hand and closed my hand and walked away yeah it probably whispered please stop, please <laughs> stop. <laughs> you were just too busy belting out landslide to yeah. hear him say please stop that's enough now did what? he walk away and then walk out the bar I actually don't know. I can't. I don't even know if I tried to find him afterwards. Like, who owns this pound coin? I completely <laughs> missed all of you singing. I yeah. didn't see it at all. You were chatting to the two American guys. Oh, yeah. The one that looks like one of our friends from Ireland who's called Dave. Yeah. Yeah. The one you were like, oh, you look really good. You look like, you look like someone we know. <laughs> he does. He really did look like Dave. <laughs> like uh, a, a beefier Dave. Yeah. But Dave well, all the same. I hate to say you weren't both of their types the one who looked like dave you probably were but the other one was looking for a young old, twink yeah the old twinks yeah but i mean the one that looked like dave i would have sat in his face yeah you're like i'll take you home and he can go and find his wee twink party yeah well we did recommend polo like if you want twinks go to polo yeah i actually don't even know what happened to him by the end of the night because i think of... they went home oh but we went home quite early surprisingly but we also went to like three or four different bars yeah we did do a bit of a pub crawl that night but what did we do went gallery Gallery, Dells. Did we go to Underground as well? Yes. Yeah, I think we had one in there. And then we went to Speakeasy. Four bars. Did we go to Underground? Yeah. Four bars one night? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a porn. <laughs> sounds like a porn I'm going to make. Yeah, and I'll have my little pound coin being like, I'm ready. Where am I going to put this to say I appreciate this? Is that them going to be asking you for change? Like, I think I'm now a, a money-making artist. My songs go far and wide. They reach the people. The people were touched and they paid me for the... They didn't even reach your husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I probably just completely blocked it out. I hear you sing all the time. Probably so. Well, I do remember a month into us dating, you did do that cheesy thing where you picked up your guitar and sang Landslide while playing the guitar to me. In my defense, I'm sure you had said to me, oh, that's my favorite song. And I'm like, oh. I didn't say it was my favorite song, but it's what? It's up there. Okay. And I was like trying to sing, trying to impress you at that point. Now, obviously... My favourite song is Hakuna Matata. It's I not, know, yeah, but how am I going to do that one? <laughs> I mean, it's not, but that, that's up there as well. Anything from The Lion King the is Lion in my top King. 10. Can You Hear the Love Tonight, isn't it, sure? Yeah, I do like that. It's up there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember when I tried to sing it, I was at least three pitches higher because I was so nervous, and when you're nervous, you sing higher. Yeah, you also make fun of people who pick up guitars and sing to people. I only done it for you. I wasn't I wasn't like, hold on, get the phone out. Have you got record on? Did so you have to, capture? though? What? Did you have to though? Well, I'll never do it again. Don't worry. It's done. No. I've showed you my guitar skills and now just leave it behind. No, I think you should do it again. 
but we'll record it and put it on Patreon so you can sing to all our wee piggies on Patreon. Why would the wee piggies want to hear me sing? Why would they not? That's true. I'm playing guitar. And show you, that you actually have some skills. Yeah, I do have skills. It's just in talking and preventing myself from doing more work than I have to. We'll do Clover and Haggis has got talent. You can sing and play guitar and I will... Think of a talent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what actually do I even have any talent? It's been good and better talent. No, it's not. No. That's relying on Dick. <laughs> there you go. There goes our non-explicit rating. You just oh. ruined it by saying the D word. Sorry, D. Sorry, D. You ruined it. I'm going to have to mark this one as explicit as well. The D. Leave the D alone, right? Leave the D alone. Well, I didn't mind that I sang to you. Probably wouldn't do it now. Yeah. Indeed. And stop coming for my lack of talent. <laughs> I've got some talents. I can edit podcasts and yeah. I'm very but good at games. When that becomes a skill and Britain's got a new show called Britain's Not Got Talent. <laughs> when, when they make a show of the great British podcast editing off, yes. I'll enter. Yeah, yeah. And I'll still lose because my skills aren't that great. Stacey Dooley will be like, it's down to these two in the final editing. <laughs> <laughs> How you edit the Tories to make them sound less like Yes. Yeah, you're giving a speech and you just have to edit to make it sound like they appreciate all people. <laughs> just have to come up with a three-word slogan. Hands, face, space. <laughs> Done. I was like, make America great again? <laughs> we are not American. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah close enough. We'll get it. Same, pretty much same party, different country. Yeah. But anyway, party. so you sang a song karaoke, someone paid you to stop. I got the money. I completely missed it. You're not going to do it for Patreon. Very mean. Well, I'm going to be a recording artist now. I've changed. I'm going to be a singer. I mean, if you sing even slightly on this podcast, you're technically a recording artist because you've been recorded singing and people have heard it. What song would I sing? And please don't sing any song. You sing enough. I don't even have to worry about copyright strike because that was so off. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was pretty much the only part you got right yeah, in the yeah. melody. I actually don't think I know the words to umbop, but it's just that indifferent. <laughs> I think that's pretty much the only part of the song anyone knows. Okay. Okay, but that's story number one. You said you had two. Well, yeah, the, two, the second one's a little bit of a two-parter, so you're going to... Brace with me, brace with me. So last week when I was talking about my car getting broken into, well, they charged me a huge amount of money to fix the two windows. Thank you, arsehole, who just put it through. Can you please stop swearing? Well, now that we've done it once, we can have it out of the way. I know, but I still have to put this on YouTube. Can you not beep them out? I can, but you know how long that takes me to then go... I'm sorry, I already have to edit the audio, edit the video, and do all that. You now want me to add in beep noises? Yeah, you just cannot get the staff these days. You know, you've got a very clear job, produce a show, just do it properly. Is there anything else you would like, sir? I would mind a cup of tea after this, but we'll just... You can make that. You can make that. One thing at a time. But anyway, your car got smashed. We do know this. We spoke about it. Yeah, the car got smashed in it. And at the end of it, when I got, when I went to get the car back, he said like, oh, we've actually just cleaned out your whole car. So he cleaned my car. And they cleaned the front seats that was nowhere near the glass. Because I was like, oh, maybe he just cleaned the glass. But he actually cleaned the like front <laughs> the front pieces of it too. <laughs> I love the fact that you have no shame that you can admit this on yeah. a podcast where we have tens of tens of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> well, I cleaned, I've given the, clean, the car clean on the outside once and on the inside once. And I've owned it six months. You are disgusting. I only cleaned the outside of it because there was so much bird poopers which i'm not going to say the dirty word um but there was so much bird 
droppings, mm-hmm. delicates mm-hmm. that I had to go to the car wash to get it cleaned off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first time in a car wash. I hope you wash under your foreskin more than you've cleaned that car. I do. I do. Well, actually, the the, the point beside it was that my phone broke and the, the port broke on it as well. The charging port, yeah. The charging port. And so when I went to one of these shops that's open on a Sunday, the phone fixie shops, he was like, do you work in a construction site? Because he's seen the state of my phone which is in bad state. Like the back of it is completely cracked. The front of it has loads of, and it had so much dirt in it that he thought I worked in a construction site. You're like, no, I just dressed up as one for Halloween one year when I was a part of the village people. Yes, when I'm one of the Why people. I am like, CA dirt in my phone. Yeah, you look at me and you see construction site worker. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't speak and you just stood still, I could see construction site. I, I mean, get that a lot. You have builders butt crack pretty much every day. Yeah, but it's as soon as I speak, as soon as I speak, it's just like, Sarah, are you talking about me, honey? It's as soon Construction. as soon as you make a slight joke and laugh at yourself, people are like, gay. Gay, gay. Only gay people laugh at their own jokes. <laughs> the only construction I ever do is on my private area when I trim. The only construction I do is deconstruction of my mind. Deconstruction <laughs> of gender norms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny. Leave it alone. For me, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> I just think it's so bad that obviously I'm so dirty that my phone is filthy and my car and I'm still I'm quite proud of it you should have just been like I don't work on a construction site but I can give you a good drilling was you know, he hot? oh he wasn't bad yeah he wasn't bad I was trying to stay away from um, because there was a woman trying to buy a phone and she obviously had some poor mental health but she was just like how much is this phone? 25 and then she was just trying to give 20 and she's like I want it cheaper I want it cheaper but he did give it to her for cheaper oh See, people do do that. They bargain and they get stuff for cheaper. I, I, I don't have the courage. I couldn't do it. I could do it. I, I was couldn't. thinking afterwards, if you didn't just give her a discount, I would be asking for it. Because it was 25 quid to fix a port. And I'm pretty sure he, they just cleaned it and handed it back to me. Because I looked inside and I'm like, that doesn't look like a new port. It just looks like they cleaned. You should have asked them to do it in front of you. You should be like, if you're going to change it, can you change it here? I was thinking that. They told, me, to, they told me, this is quite a, a weird thing, but they told me to leave and come back in a half an hour. And of course, when I went outside, I have no money because I've not been paid yet. And I had no phone. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> I, just, I walked around for about five or ten minutes and then came back in and said, um, I'm just going to sit in the rain. So can I just wait here? You just take a walk in nature. See the sights, listen to the birds. But then I couldn't even tell trip how long. Trip up children, I don't know. I know. <laughs> yeah, spit at children. I, I said trip up, not spit at. Oh, to trip them up. You're yeah. like, don't spit at them. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, just, just trip, trip them up, up and laugh. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you don't laugh, it's not yeah. funny. The rule yeah. is, if someone laughs, it's funny. That's exactly why I laugh at my own jokes, because that makes me say that I'm funny. Oh, crap, I walked right into that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. But even when he said be out for half an hour, I'm like, I don't know how long that is without my phone. This is why I don't let you touch any of my stuff, because you break everything. I also don't take care of anything. No, you really don't. I don't have a particular like for anything that are just, everything's just a commodity. No, so, thanks, I don't particularly like you either, but here we are. No, but like things are just, like, you mean material possessions? Yeah. God, you're such a, like, hippie. I'm surprised you're not, like, a meditating vegan at this point. I would absolutely want to live in a camp with a few partners all in a line and, lo- and like, like I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't want to be a parent, but I wouldn't mind, like, being like, oh, look, I can do daddy things and then put them down and be like, now somebody else take care of it. Oh, my God, you're going to become a level four vegan, aren't you? No, no, Please no. Don't. I still want to eat meat. I want to be, like, tearing apart steak like, a, like an angry grizzly bear. Good, because I actually don't think I could be married to a vegan. I'm sorry, I just don't think I could. I don't like corn. Like, who's who's going to make my bacon when I'm really hungover on Sunday? And I don't want any of that faking stuff. I want the real stuff sliced from a pig. 
bacon bacon no that's not bacon it's not I've, I don't think I've ever tried it. I have. My younger brother was a vegan. Was he a vegan? No, he was a vegetarian for a long, long time. So I have tried it. Although he got really hungover one day and just ate a bacon, bacon roll because Why not? bacon's great when you're hungover. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah, yeah, it's the salt. I think we make fun of vegans far too much on this podcast. I've only tried the mint stuff of it and I didn't realise that Oh, like, corn mince. The corn mince, yeah. And I didn't realise that it was already cooked. So I was like trying to cook this in oil and I didn't realise all that does is absorb it so that it was like big fat chunks of oil. It oh, was, that's disgusting. It made such a horrible spaghetti bolognese that I was like, that's it. What's, I, it, what's it made from? Is it like tofu um, or mushrooms? Tofu, yeah, mushroom. I think tofu is mushroom. See, I like, I do like, oh, is it? <laughs> I do like mushroom. I could be, I could actually be a vegetarian, but I couldn't be a vegan. I don't mind not eating meat, really. Like, it wouldn't bother me that much. But I love cheese, and I need milk for my coffee. And yeah. I don't like almond milk or oat milk. I think they're all disgusting. Oat milk's all right. I don't like it. don't like yeah. coffee. So oh, yeah, and coffee, because it kind of gives you a bit of a, like, nutty taste. And I will never give up cheese. I'd be Eat. lost for the cheese side, too. Even if the doctor was like, you really need to stop because your arteries are blocked, I'd be like... Sucking I mean cheese. Yeah, you'd be like sucking on a baby bell as they're talking. I'd be like, what else can I give up in yeah. place of cheese? You'd probably be like smoking. That would also help, but I'd be like, okay, You're that's like, fine. okay, cheese is gone. Smoking. <laughs> I mean, if I had to choose, smoking's yeah. going in. Yeah, I mean, smoking should go anyway, but smoking's going and cheese is staying. I like cheese, but I kind of like sliced cheese or like dairy cheese or the round cheese or cheddar cheese. So I'm quite, I'm quite like... <laughs> You've named like every cheese. Yeah, but I'm quite a child with all the cheese. Like I don't like smelly cheese. I yeah. don't like stuff like that. And but I like cheese that's been heavily processed. <laughs> See, I like like every cheese. Blue cheese is the best. It's no. so nice. I love it. Blue cheese is where I draw the line. I don't like that at all. So this episode is the one about cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I could actually just sit here and talk about cheese all like the whole time. Jesus Christ. I love cheese. It's so nice. <laughs> it really is nice. Oh, like, you know how you go to cinema and you get nachos and they give you the nacho cheese and you yeah. put it on top? That one cinema we went to and they gave us a tub of nacho cheese and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. I wanted to leave the cinema. I was only there for the food. And when I got that crappy peel open cheese, I was just like, what is this? I literally only go to the cinema because I want nachos. Yeah. If not, I would just wait until it came out online. We said Marvel. Mm. Nachos. And I like, I like the popcorn too. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of popcorn. It's just kind of, uh, like flavorless mush just get salty popcorn because I'm getting sweet popcorn for your benefit but if you don't like it I'll just have salty yeah but popcorn. So, sweet popcorn at least tastes like something but salty popcorn is literally just eating salt yeah what's and the point it's just tasting sweet salt's really bad for you and it bloats me it gets not me bloated like, not like sweet stuff oh, oh my yeah, god no, my belly's like, bloated I'd rather not be bloated I can eat cheese and not bloat but if I eat salt I will <laughs> so cheese wins I'll explode but anyway what was the point of this I know, we went to the popcorn for a bit. Yeah, we went from your phone being absolutely disgusting, because you're a disgusting person, to cheese. Were we talking about popcorn in a urethra or something? <laughs> no, we weren't, but oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> how did you go? F- how? Why not? I mean, yeah, why not? But anyway, what's been in the news this week, Gav? So, we have J.K. Roland again. If I'm saying I'm saying name right, J.K. Rowling. Rowling. God, I think. Sorry, J. Triple K. White hooded Rowling. Yes, that's why I have to try and not say it out loud because I'm sure that that's not allowed. Yeah, thank you for that, Nicole Byer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Watching her comedy special when she literally said, "J. K. K. You, yes. you, 
you know where I'm going here. Missing blank. Yeah. <laughs> J special crave Rowling. It's all I can think of when I think of her. I know. And I and I hate that she gets so much airtime, but she kind of it kind of brings up a bigger subject that we can talk about. Well, she's getting airtime now, but not for good reasons. So yeah, she wore a t shirt that said uh, Nicola Surgeon, who's our Prime Minister or Head of State, is that you'd say? She's our first minister. Our yeah. first minister. Had a t shirt saying Nicola Surgeon and then under it it said Destroyer of women's rights. Destroyer of women's rights. So again, JK Rowling is just rowling, rolling, whatever. Yeah. She's just oh, she's just one of those women. She just drives me nuts. Keeps on putting stuff out there that's so anti trans. Yeah. Just call her J Turf. Just easier. Oh yes, yeah. J Turf. Because turf stands for something, I can't remember what it stands for though. I can't remember what that it stands for, but I know what it means. Yeah. yeah. It pretty much is anti trans. Just, oh, I love I love Nicholas Surgeon's response back to it because Nicholas Surgeon was saying that it's not trans people that you have to be worried about; it's aggressive men. So yeah. to keep it to keep the topic on where the aggression is, which is men, which is not trans trans men or women. You know, they're not the ones; they're the ones who are already limited and are at, in a minority. And actually, the thing that she's putting through is like a gender recognition bill, and all it is is doing is streamlining the transition service so that it doesn't seem like they have to prove themselves as much as just give a statement. Yeah, it's making it less intrusive for trans people. Yeah. yeah. You can see like how hard would it be as a trans person to approach your GP and talk to them about your gender identity and to, and to hope that you get a GP that's understanding of your needs. Yeah. I just kind of wish J.K. Rowling would stop blaming trans people for the actions of cis men. You know what I mean? Yes. Because the whole thing, the whole point she keeps making is oh well it's invading women's rights because like cis men will take advantage of this new policy and they'll you do that to like hurt women yeah it's like cis men will not they wouldn't do that yeah i think that's a point uh, that's what the people always say and that's kind of thinking about it from probably the anti-trans yeah people is that is people who are saying that oh they're going to invade women's spaces like their changing room or different kind of areas like that yeah. that should be female only and even Nicola Surgeon had kind of said that and said in my experience harmful men don't change their gender to harm women they'll just do it they'll just yeah. do it yeah and I'm not saying that that's an exclusive that 100% of people all the time because there might be a tiny minority but that doesn't take away from the thousands of trans people it helps yeah it's better to help all trans people than worry about a very 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 small minority that might take advantage of it yeah i mean cis men are the worst let's be honest not all but if they want to they're just going to like do it anyway they're not going to pretend to be an our gender they'll just do what they want they're just going to be harmful but yeah they're very small minute like maybe some will of course but realistically just like it yeah. shouldn't happen of course it shouldn't happen but should trans people suffer because a few cis men might take advantage of it? That's like where the balance needs to come. It's proportionate, isn't it? It's yeah. like thinking about the sides of how many trans people we have in Scotland compared to how many cis straight white men might misuse this Gender Recognition Act in order to yeah. get something more that they want. And that will just be lo- just need to be looked at on an individual basis rather than a blanket law that makes it harder for yeah i just kind of wish people would stop blaming trans people for the actions of cis men because it's not trans trans people aren't the ones that are causing these problems it's cis men so maybe start blaming putting put the blame where it belongs on cis men 
I think it knocks. It brings up a whole thing about gender because we're all we're in a whole different ball game about gender. Like the last five years or so, I've heard more people talk to me about uh, non-binary and transitioning than I've ever heard before, and it's made me rethink how I talk to people, how I how I speak to people. Um, well, that's because gender is a completely made up thing. It's a construct. Yeah, and I know a lot of people don't understand the difference between gender and sex. So let's just let's just put it out there: sex yeah. is what you're born as you're so you're like biological biological sex yeah gender is a made-up thing that people decided you fall into if you have a penis or a vagina and it dictates what you should wear what you should look like what music you should listen to what tv shows you should watch like loads of arbitrary bullshit and it's such a construct isn't it i'd like so so like yeah like you said sex is biological your x and y chromosomes like the things that are fixed biologically on it but gender itself is a construct that yeah. we've essentially said this is what women do. This, this is what, is what men, men do. do. Yeah. And never the two should meet. It's such a, a head fuck for me. It's, you know? a, it's why people now are fighting against it because it makes no sense. Like it really makes no sense. Yeah. It's so dumb. I think I've said on this podcast so many times and I'm going to keep quoting Michelle Visage. But like when people are like, oh, you can't wear that because it's, it's like for females. It's like female clothes. It's a piece of fabric. Well, I've got to be honest, right? That's in my head, as you know, because you're my husband on it. But when I've been in shops, I've very much been like, this is the men's section, and I go straight to that. Mm. Like, I've never kind of stopped and wandered around the women's section. And I've made an effort to try and do it a bit more because I'm like, oh, well, if I like something, I should just like it. Yeah. And not because of its gender, you know. But even me, as a 37-year-old, happy, queer person, I still Old. struggle. Well, yeah, I'm okay with that. But, like, I still struggle a little bit with being in a space that I don't feel belongs to me. Does that make sense? Like if there's a women's and a men's section, I can sometimes feel a bit odd wandering around the women's section going, oh, I like that, I like that. I mean, I always go to men's section because I do identify as a male. And I've never really, I think I've worn a dress once, but that's when I was a lot younger and me and my friends decided to just gender flip. So we went, uh, we dressed as women, they dressed as men. We pretty much were drag queens and drag uh, kings for a night because it was like two guys, two girls. And then we went to McDonald's and then got out, or was it a petrol station? We went somewhere in the car and got out of the car. And actually, people weren't that nasty to us. This is when I lived in Belfast. We did bump into like a group of younger chavs, but they were actually quite all right about it. I think people just, they're so worried about things they don't understand. And anything that changes the status quo, they they cannot stand. Cis white men who made up all these rules, because it probably was, let's be fair, are now threatened that the fact that the younger generations and people like us are no are now fighting against it and be like, well, this none of this makes sense anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a complete polar opposite. So you've got like like you keep on talking about cis straight men, and I'd hate for people who are listening to that who identify as that to feel like that we're against them because we're not. It's just that very kind of high yeah. hyper masculine. You know, boys don't cry. Don't show your ment. Don't show your. You know, don't show your thoughts or your feelings. Like all of the hyper masculinity that yeah. I really don't like. You know. To be fair, I think if any cis straight men are listening to this podcast, they probably know that the cis straight men are the problem. Like if they're listening to us, they probably understand and get it. That's not saying that they, them, like as an individual, are a problem. Yeah. But if you look at history and all the problems in the world that have been caused, it's caused by straight cis men. Yeah, it's pretty fair. Like, it really is. (laughs) Like, how many women have started wars? How many laws have been put into place 
to give cis straight white men the same legal like there's never had to be a law to put into place to give them more rights because they don't have them does that make sense they're they're automatically there it never has to be something that's inserted to try and boost up yeah the people who come up with all the rules and are pretty much always in power are stress uh, stress Cis cis straight white old men okay it's changing now because they have like female leaders nicola sturgeon and Yes, the, peop- the one the, from New Zealand. The one from New Zealand, I can't remember her name. Angela Merkel? No, no that's, that's Germany. Germany. Yeah, so you do have female like leaders now, but historically, they are the problem. And if cis straight men don't understand that, you, you might be a part of the problem too. I mean, I think it's it's quite unhealthy to be so stuck into your male masculine degender of what you're told. As like, you know, like for like boys when they're growing up, it's like boys don't cry, don't show your emotion. You have to be seen as strong all the time. Like, yeah. There's a lot of stuff to be stuck in a man box. Like, a man box. That's, what I, that's how I think about it. Like this man I mean, box. I like people in my man box. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it's a difference than your lunch box, baby. That's a different thing. Oh, no, that's what I, that's what I call but that, that's, that's my man box. It's my man box. It's snapping. And do you want a bit of snack? It's in my man box. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like the whole, that's why the whole J.K. Rowling thing really bothers me because as a woman... She should know what it's like to have to fight for rights yeah. and fight to be equal. And then to try and go against trans people who are just wanting to be equal. I'm like, it seems a bit backwards. Are you looking for more exclusive content from Clover and Haggis? Then we've got the Patreon for you. That's right. If you want bonus episodes, live podcasts, exclusive videos and more, check out patreon.com forward slash Clover and Haggis. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash Clover and Haggis. See you there. I get in, in her head, what I think she believes is that she's protecting women by making like cis born female mm-hmm. exclusive. Does but that protecting make them from what? Because just because yes. trans people get rights isn't taking away any of her billionaire rights. Let's be honest. She's a rich billionaire who wrote some books and is now living grand and just using her platform to spread hate. It's like, if I had four dildos, yeah, and I give you a dildo, <laughs> okay, leave my I've dildo in as they want, but if I have four dildos, I'm going to have more than that, but I have four, and I give you one, yeah, and you're happy because you have this dildo, you're great, you're going to play with it. Oh, good. And then I give... What colour is it? Uh, what color do you want it to be? Um, purple. Purple. Okay, so I give you this purple dildo. You're happy. You're going to play with it. La, 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 la. You're Thanks great. for the Barney dick. Yeah, but I've got three more. So I'm going to give those three to three other people who don't have them. I'm not taking that dildo back from you after you've played with yeah. it and then give, given it to someone else. I I'm just giving them one because I have more and I can give it. Yeah, to try and deal with equality and yeah. to put it into So it. I'm not like ripping it out of your anus and giving it away. Such you still have picture. yours. It's such a great, it's a great analogy, yeah. right? But you still have your dildo. I'm just giving them, I'm like, wait, wobbling. I'm just giving <laughs> other people the same thing. The same dildos. Yeah. To promote equality. I, I mean, feel like that was a great analogy. It was. There was a dildo for every side of it. And I like that mine was purple. Well, you asked. It was a Barney dick. But like, how simple is that? Trans people getting rights aren't taken away from anyone. I think that that's what their thought is, is that, for example, if you're, cis straight man mm-hmm. and you're like oh if gay people get 
rights then that might take away from our what that might dilute what marriage is to us straight people which was the top frame that did that went said to me as well um <sighs> in situation it, it did those straight people were like oh well it doesn't need to be called you know for mar- for example for marriage equality they were like well maybe it doesn't need to be called marriage like that's our thing you can have something else you know like yeah, yeah. like gay marriage garage well we do <laughs> we do call it gay marriage yes it, it's still marriage but most people will call it gay marriage i i do as well I wouldn't say I'm gay married. And let's be honest, our weddings are so much better than straight people's. I'm sorry, but yeah, we are. But it, it's, it's the same idea that women think that if, well, the idea of, in my head, tell me if this sounds wrong, people like J.K. Rowling who are anti-trans, they think that by sharing shared female space with trans women, mm. that that's going to exclu- not give them a safe space to be in for like um, going to like women's aid and for going to these kind of areas that it's going to dilute it with men and they want to protect that space. But it's not diluting it with men because trans women are not men. Yes, I know that. Trans, like, yeah, but that, like that's the thing. You just said it would dilute it with men, but it won't. Yeah. Because there's going to be no men there because it's women's aid and trans women are women. That's where the, the hatred or the transphobia comes into it because that's the bit that they don't say is yeah. that they don't identify trans women as women. That's what. That's simply what they're saying is that they still see trans women as cis men. Well, that's just their own ignorance, and maybe J.K. Rowling should write a book about it. Oh wait, she already did. Yeah. You know that one that barely sold any copies because it was just a story of her being cancelled by trans people for being an absolute turf. Was not like a woman who was against trans people and was killed uh, or something. No, I, I, I cancelled. I'm not sure if they were killed in the end. I'm okay. never ever going to read that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's how pathetic she is now. Like, that's literally where she's went. And a lot of people still defend her. Like, but she's created all these worlds. Oh and my God, I th- hate Like, that. made so many children happy. I totally agree with that. Although, I have to say, like, I like Harry Potter and I like the Beast thing or whatever you call that Fantastic Beast and where to like, them. That one was all right too in it. But equally, I don't feel like I can enjoy her kind of stuff that she brings out. Like, I wouldn't be excited to see anything else that she brings out. But I like what she already had in place. Does that make sense? Yeah. The whole thing is, like, Harry Potter... At its core is being different and being special because you're different. But then she now hates people who are different. Well, she's she's like only my kind of different. Yeah, <laughs> she is just uh, honestly. I just I don't know why she ever gets any airtime anymore. I know we've just sat and talked about her, but it's just like come on. She says such outrageous things, and when you think okay, it's just behind. She just does something else. Like yeah. I I had stories from last week or two weeks ago when she was quite similarly you know beaten down trans people and found some website and gave out about people who were for it you know such such an odd odd thing to do like yeah she's never really stopped and i don't think she ever will stop but unfortunately she doesn't make the rules yeah she can go and be a wee keyboard gangster on twitter all she wants she's just screaming into the void like she obviously she gets attention because well she's jk rowling but that's not going to change anything really the laws are still going to get put into place to make trans life people easier and she can cry about it or just stop living in the past and move on i think she should stop posting i, I think we all know what her opinion is mm-hmm. stop doing harm and just leaving leaving things where they are if that makes sense or allowing people to kind of move yeah. on with their without, without having to listen to more crap about jk rowling really? yeah like i do get the whole point of like protecting women and protecting women's spaces from men but i'm just going to reiterate again trans women are not men they're women. It's like misplaced anger. Yeah. It's, it really is. Place the anger where it belongs on the cis men who actually do the things you're worried about, not on the trans people who are just trying to live their lives. 
Yeah. When Nicholas said that, I was like, that's exactly it, girl. You know, like that Nicholas said it perfectly when she said, you're you're taking the eyes off the actual danger, yeah. which is men who harm women and not trans people who are already, you know, um, marginalized, living more with shame, more yeah. like all of the bad things that happen when, when we as a society just don't give somebody yeah. equal rights. It's a shame. It's just like some people just always need someone to hate. And yeah. J.K. Rowling is one of those people who just will continue to hate someone. It used to be like, not her specifically, but in the past it was like, gay people were the worst and everyone hated gay people. Yeah. Then we've moved past that and they're like, oh, well, who do we hate now? Who's the next Who's people? the next minority that we want to hate? And then it moves on to trans people and then it'll be someone else and someone else and it's just going to, it keeps going because unfortunately the human race as a whole are just assholes. Yeah. All of us. And in terms of like the transient side of it, like we've spoken about this before that we actually have a majority of friends at the moment who are non-binary slash transing in, in some kind of way yeah um, like quite a lot of it and it, it's in the space of a short space of years like maybe like two or three or four years yeah that even it stopped and made me think about what is it to be a man what is it to be a woman like what i really made me think about my own gender as it as you kind of go through does that make sense i think for me personally what it is to be a man or a woman is down to you as an individual there shouldn't be a blanket over it. It shouldn't be like a blanket. All this, every man should be like this. That's just yep. bullshit. Or every woman, women, every woman, every woman should be like this. Because it's just bullshit. Because it's all made up. Yeah. So who cares? Like, honestly, who cares? That, ah, uh, sorry, I get really worked up about this, I've noticed. There's a lot of risk, though, involved with, so in terms of being, uh, let me put it, I can't think of the right way to say this, but like a mannish woman, like a masculine woman, mm. there's less risk involved with that than there is to be seen as a feminine, feminine man. man. Seems to be the most the thing that really bothers the whole world as a whole is is like that that kind of idea of masculinity being tapped at. Women obviously do that to a certain extent, but a feminine man, yeah, wrecks with people's heads. You know, toxic masculinity. Yeah, it brings it's a, it's almost become a dirty word to say toxic masculinity, but it is that like masculine. Like, oh, men can't wear a dress or men can't look feminine. Or men can't express any emotions whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, how's your head? Good, no complaints. Is uh, that what you're supposed to say? Yeah, RuPaul would have thrown throw, a shoe at you there or something. When someone says, how's your head, you're supposed to say, not, not had any complaints. Not had any complaints, but, yeah, I knew it was something like that. But it is, uh, actually, at the time of recording this, it is uh, World Mental Health Day. Yeah. So at this time, when you listen to it tomorrow or... Whatever year you're listening to this on YouTube, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Jinx, um, it won't be, but it is World Mental Health Day today, and as we know, toxic masculinity is terrible because unalive rates are the highest in men. Yeah. And why? Because of toxic masculinity and the fact that we get told, don't talk about things, don't yeah. share emotions. Boys and young men and, and men are told not to talk about your feelings and told that that's seen as a feminine quality, so to be seen as a real man, which is, like, those kind of little words, like, I hate those words, like, be a real man. I want to be a real boy. Yeah, yeah, but those Not kind of things, we all know that men are more at risk of suicide within certain age brackets, I think up to, like, 40 in the last kind of statistics on it, like, and then, again, when you retire from, it's supposed to be another kind of high, high-risk age range for men, it's just all of that stupidity of, like, don't talk about your feelings, or... You shouldn't express emotion like um, I, but i've had people say to me like oh you just kind of say when you cry and i'm like yeah because i don't actually get mm. offended or feel like i have to hide like oh i had a little wee cry today <laughs> yeah you you don't actually very often i do i i don't really talk about my emotions very often 
I'm not. And I don't know if I was ever told not to. I can't really remember by my parents. I don't think I was. I don't think I grew up in a really toxic masculine household. I don't yeah. think. But you were brought up in a world that yeah. respected that more so than maybe being like somebody who cries or who's seen as, you yeah. know, too much kind of effeminate qualities. Yeah. Even now when I'm older and more educated and like I've educated myself to know that toxic masculinity is just not something that should exist. I still probably fall into it in some places, especially when it comes to mental health. I don't talk about mine hard, like hardly ever. But do you think that your journey of thinking about gender has changed over the years because i think like when i was younger i was like oh, i'm only attracted to like macho masculine men and i i probably have been one of those people who's in my younger years put that on a profile like you know like looking for macho men or like i don't know how you'd say that right but i think like I, ma- like masculine yeah, men masculine, yeah. and at the time i never thought anything of it but as i've come older and as i've taught more about gender what's that got to do with mental health We've, we've moved on to mental health now. I'm still in gender. We're, no, we've moved on to mental health. <laughs> Sorry, follow the process. Follow the process. Yeah, we've moved on to mental health. Now you're just talking about something completely different. Yeah, and I went back into gender. Sorry, yeah. girl. Sorry, finish what you were saying. Oh, it's gone we'll, now. It's gone. We'll go back into mental health. It's gone. I can't remember. Something about masculine profile thing. Oh, yeah, but it's but it's changed. And over time of it, I think more about... Like, I'm more attracted to people who are just themselves, who are comfortably in their own body, and less about gender. Yeah, because gender, again, is a construct and it shouldn't matter. Attraction's attraction. And I get it, sometimes you are only attracted to, like, a certain physique or whatever. But you can also find personalities attractive, which are completely outside of, like, a personality really isn't gendered. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I get what you're saying as well about attraction, that you're only attracted to what you're attracted to. You yeah. shouldn't, like, I'm not angry at people who have that attraction to that kind of person or anything like it. Unless you do a blanket statement, like no Asian people, like, yeah. then you're just a racist. Yeah. But, like, you can be attracted to a certain body type, absolutely. But could then, if you're saying that you're attracted to just this kind of thing, are you being, like, genderist? I know it's not a term, yeah. What do you mean? Because I didn't say anything about gender. I said, have you say like, you, like have you, you said, seen... like, I, I, I wouldn't go with anyone who uses they, them pronouns. Yeah, you're just a twat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, have you said, no Asians, you're a racist. Have you said, no they, thems, you're transphobic would that be transphobic yeah i'm sure it would be yeah you just kind of get you can get it no from wait, like, is that no it's me again i'll tell you non-binary does fall under the trans umbrella yeah. but would that be transphobic i guess so yeah i just want to make sure i'm getting this right so i don't offend anyone but yeah you would just be a twat if you said that but you can't say i prefer bigger guys like personally i prefer bigger hairy guys not exclusively but it is a preference yeah, and you can put that onto it, but whether that whether that kind of looks bad from... I suppose it's how it's read. Or, sorry, let me rephrase that. Bigger, hairy people. People. Because yeah. it's not exclusively men. That's true. Yeah, men men and non-binary thems. There you go. That's what I was there. Nice little ring to it. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyway, back to mental health, because we actually moved past gender, because we had spoken about it. So. And then I brought it back, you know. I know. The people weren't done yet. The wee Bring piggies. the action. Um, yeah see now you've got me lost and um, we were we were, were we were talking about mental health and then you went back to gender and i'm lost should we just start again hold your head <laughs> no, complaints. <laughs> no complaints oh yeah we were talking about toxic masculinity and how it does still creep into our lives even though we think we're past it or we're s- smarter than we used to be yeah there is still traits there that you just don't even know until you actually notice it and you're like oh yeah I know like this is me going back into gender, but as we've learned more about that on it, the mental health 
like it kind of makes you think about oh has the world just told me this but i'm wrong does that make sense well yeah because pretty much what you get told as you grow up most of it's wrong or you don't fit into it and that's equally okay. I think as I've gotten older, I've become a little bit more... Yeah, because if you even if you just look at what was acceptable in the 90s to what's acceptable now, like things change. So what you grew up with isn't acceptable anymore. So what you were taught then, you have to unlearn. Yeah, you have to unlearn all the crap that you're like, God, that was all just put in my face. Yeah, but when it comes to mental health, I don't really speak about it very often. I mean... It did get to the point where I did try to unalive myself once. And maybe if I had spoken to someone that might not have got that far. There's always time. <laughs> right now, right now, and it, no, I mean, I mean, like, there's always time to talk to somebody. Was what I was trying oh. to say. Sorry, sorry, that wasn't me trying to crack a joke there in the wrong space. I, I was like, <laughs> I get why you could have got that, but that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> there's always time. No, I was um, just like that. There's always because t- I. I talk about mental health all the time, right? Like, I'm quite happy to say my mental health's not good at the moment or my mental health is fine. And and I think that people aren't surprised by me because I'm able to say, you know, my mental health's not good because I think about it as a, like, physical health, which I don't think of. <laughs> I think of mental health all the time while I'm eating cheese and cheeseburgers and cheese and cheese. The way the world is right now, I don't think anyone's mental health is, like, great. Yeah. Wow. And COVID has pushed us all into a, into a height of her mental health that we weren't used yeah. to and so many of us more isolated than we were before and then just after covid other things started happening which i'm not going to mention because honestly talking about it um freaks me out we'll just see what's going on in the world i think everyone knows what's going on in the world like my mental health has been an absolute zero like i've had to mute words on twitter and tiktok just so i can even look at them just to stop bringing it up yeah because if i see one thing it freaks me out for like two weeks and i can barely sleep and barely eat and it's all i can think about from the second i wake up to the second i go to bed because i'm so worried and i also have a massive fear of death which i've said several times yeah. so it really doesn't help like really does not help it doesn't it doesn't like help per mental health but i suppose that's why we stop watching the news we'll, 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 i don't watch the news at all we'll keep it back to covid because we can talk about that safely on it but like with covid side of it we stopped watching the news because it was affecting our mental health yeah. so much to the points that even i was obsessed we were watching the hour beforehand going oh my god there's 20 more cases than yesterday we're all gonna die you know yeah. and it became so much that we either had to completely blank it out or it was just badly affecting our mental health. Like, I I remember how bad it was climbing the walls at, at points. Yeah, it's like disaster scrolling when you literally just keep watching and watching and freaking yourself out. I've really had to just not do that. And we have, we have as a whole world, gone through COVID cutdowns or co- what you call that, like COVID kind of like lockdowns. Yeah. And so everyone's felt it, but some people experience it so much worse than others. You know, like they've... Yeah, when I get anxiety, I literally can't eat or sleep. For ages, I really need to go to a doctor. Maybe I should actually just be go get some medication. Go get, go get it. So what medication? There's counselling. There's talking to helplines. Like there's lots of different stuff that works different for every person on a. And I like that not one thing works for everyone. Yeah. Some people I'm going to add this into it, even though it's not my one. Religion and stuff like that, because yeah. I've read about that and seen how religion has helped people through poor mental health and given them a space to put dead people or whatever it is that religion can help them with like yeah a part of me kind of wishes i was a little bit more religious because then i would actually believe in something after like yeah. when you die you wouldn't be worried about dying because you'd be like then i'd be with god yeah it would probably like it would probably still i still would want to die but i wouldn't probably worry about it as much because then i'd believe in something and i don't i believe when we're gone that's it 
we're going to have people knocking on our door being like, I hear you want to be a part of Jesus Christ, <laughs> the holy son, superstar of the world. Have you have you let uh, the Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ into your heart? <laughs> I'm like, no, but I've let him in my bussy. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was Jesus. That was he- Jesus? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who yeah. is that? <laughs> no, it is scary. Like, I, when my mental health gets really bad, that's why I game quite a lot. Because it just completely distracts you. And it also stops me looking at any social media because I'm gaming. So I don't have time to sit and watch the latest update from Russia. Like, I'm a, I don't yeah. have, I'm just completely zoned out. And you can avoid all of it. And ga- and gaming is fun and it's it's a completely different world, a different environment. Oh, it's a complete distraction. But you have to find those little things, especially when it comes to your mental health, that make it easier. Like, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, medication, so one of the interesting things about medication, right, is that you can't turn off the negative feelings, you can you can't turn off the, like, just the negative feelings that you also turn off yeah. some of the positive ones. So you live in a smaller space, which gives you room to deal with whatever your problems are, but you are losing not just the negative emotions, but some of the top ones too. So people kind of describe it like living in a bubble. Like I've been, I've been medicated y'all before. Um, <laughs> oh my God, how American. Yeah, I know, I've been medicated, yeah. y'all. I know because I can't remember the name of the medicate, but it was like some kind of Hot like. Hot girl summer, medicate yeah. <laughs> y'all, yes. <laughs> Take those meds, deep them down. But like at that point, I remember it really helped me to focus my thoughts. But I remember kind of going, I was happier than this before, but I can't feel it because you're in a smaller space. So kind of I came off them in the right kind of slow way. I yeah. found that quite a helpful way to do it. But equally, I didn't hide the fact that I spoke to a counsellor before, that I've been medicated. I'm quite happy to put it out there and talk to people about it because yeah. it's so unusual for men um, that it opens up a lot of dialogue, conversations of normalising it to people around you. Yeah, we shouldn't be so ashamed about talking about mental health anyone i'm not just including men but men specifically because they are the worst for doing it yeah. myself included we shouldn't be so ashamed about yeah. struggling sometimes you know what i mean yeah i totally agree i think there's there's something to be said for i always think about my mental health is it good is it bad is it in the middle but people never worry when they talk to me about it because i'll say to somebody i'm having bad a bad mental health week on it and people might worry a little bit but i'll mm. easily say i'm fine i'm in the middle or i'm in the top yeah. you know i mean the people who don't speak about it are the worst off people who speak about their mental mental health normally not always the case are usually in probably a better space than people who don't talk about it oh yeah you know what i mean yeah like i've done i've done like from mental health into unaliving and the kind of side of it like people will often try and reach out and speak to somebody about it but they'll almost do it cryptically you know like they'll try and say like oh i just don't want to be around anymore rather than saying i'm not feeling good or i'm feeling actively suicidal yeah they won't just admit they're struggling yeah, to it's a, really a difficult bad thing. And if you're, if, like you said, it's not necessarily the person who talks about it that you have to worry about. It's the person who never speaks about it, who just can click out of it and they don't have the skills or the emotional intelligence to discuss and say, I'm actually not coping and I don't know what it is, but I want help. I wouldn't even say it's the skills or emotional intelligence. It's, it's the shame that everyone's been brought up around. It. I don't think it's anything. You can be the most emotionally intelligent person on the planet, but... If you've had it drilled into you that you don't talk about how yeah. you feel, yeah. then you won't. Yeah. And it's it's seen as a weakness. Like I like and I remember talking to a friend before who was who needed counselling and I was just like, You need to go get counselling and I hope someday if I'm in a bad place that I will also seek out counselling. But in my head at that point I remember thinking but that's not me, girl. Like, I'm fine. I can take yeah. care of my own mental health. And it was only later down the road when I really struggled 
um, that that and I seen a counselor that I was like oh now I see how beneficial I tried to sell it to everyone I was like it's amazing <laughs> you know it was very helpful and it was a great space just to be like a blank canvas where you can go safely talk about your feelings and your thoughts and get stuff right in your head and but it's in a different space away from you that you could it's not your friends it's not your family you know it's somebody by themselves if that makes sense mm-hmm. does that make sense so you, you leave it but you never have to rediscuss it with anyone um or or do you never have to kind of like say like oh well i listen to your shit it's just about you yeah yeah, yeah. i mean everyone has stuff going on like say the way the world is right now everyone probably is feeling it yeah like everyone and there's no shame in it and if you are feeling it just a bit and you're not alone clearly because i've literally just said i am yeah so if you're listening to this and you're struggling as well yeah trust me you're not alone you just need to find find some things that take your mind off of it that's the best advice i can give because it was well just because it worked for me yeah i love your idea you're like distract yourself just pretend like it's not there and it'll go away <laughs> well it depends what it is because if you're worrying so much about the world and what's happening and like Russia and Ukraine, um, all that stuff. There's nothing you can do about it. Yep. Literally, there is nothing any of us can do about it. And if we sit here and worry about it, like I do constantly, what is that achieving? Yeah. What What are you doing? All you're going to do is drive yourself sick with worry and panic, which is literally what I've been doing for weeks. And it doesn't change anything. Like your worry and panic is a normal biological kind of thing that happens in your brain. Yeah. But because we watch news every day and you're seeing things well you know like because you're being shown this kind of sensationalized news where they're like look at this being happening and this happening oh a lot of it is fear-mongering yeah a lot of it is especially news these days it's it's all fear-mongering tiktok as well tiktok is the worst for it because people will post videos that fear-monger because they get watched more and they'll get commented on more even though like crazy stuff is happening of course and is it should we worry yeah but should you let that worry completely take over your life and affect your mental health badly? No, because in the end, if anything, God forbid, did happen, you just regret that you just spent the last however many weeks worrying about it and yeah. not living your life because you're worried about what may happen. Live, live your life. It sounds so stupid, but live for to live every day like it's your last. Live, laugh, love. Is oh, that God, what you're oh, trying to God, say? No. Want to get a wee tattoo? Not of that. <laughs> live, laugh, love. No. The tree. L's for happiness. Oh, yes. This is like any yeah. L's. <laughs> no, but honestly, you should. You should. It's so cliche, but you should live life like it's your last day. Like, don't sit and panic and doom scroll because it's not going to do any good for you. This is me pretty much talking to myself at this point. Like, telling myself to stop doing it. Like, go play your game. Go talk to your friends. Go out. Yeah, it's very easy to just sit and put your head down and, and like not pay attention to it, and maybe it'll go away. Yeah. You know, but then these things, like when you say like live like your last day, mm-hmm. I don't mind the idea of planning kind of like, oh, I don't want to be like this in the future. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not saying like stop planning ahead because there's, there's nothing to plan ahead for. It's all <laughs> going to be gone. I'm not saying that. I'm saying don't worry. Don't sit and worry that it may happen in two weeks. Like something bad is going to happen in two weeks. So you're not going to do anything but worry for two weeks. Yeah. Keep Just keep living your life. Plan it. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing... Nothing any of us can do to change whatever's going to happen. Like, especially with those bigger things that you're yeah. talking about, like those words, like Ukraine yeah. and Russia, that you're, you're kind of like smaller things, like anything else that's affecting your mental health. Could be money, could be cost of living crisis. Like yeah. those things, of course, speak to someone. Figure out some way to get through it. But I would, yeah, I was meaning more the bigger things going on. I mean, I I think this goes without saying. I'm sure everyone knows about it, but. 
if you wanted to speak to somebody like a friend, a GP, somebody you trust, somebody you work yeah. with, like whatever side of it, there's going to be somebody, if there's not somebody in your circle, then there's going to be some profession that you can GP, a free helpline, any of these things. They're worth their weight in gold. I've had some of the best conversations on both ends of, of like those telephone kind of helplines and things like that, with just a complete stranger to have a, a little few minutes just to talk about what it is that's stressing you out. It does the world of good. Yeah. But that's it. That is us at the end of this week's episode. Good. Well, it was a, it was a good topic changer from what did we have? Nicholas Surgeon. We had gender um, dysphoria, gender recognition. Your stories. Oh, De- my stories. The handed, best part. Handing out dildos. Yeah, we've covered it all today. Yeah. We're putting the world to rights. Me and my Barney Dick. You're all oh, because he purple. gave me a purple dildo. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because yeah. Or Mister Blobby. Mr. Blobby was pink. Was he Was he not purple? Oh, no, he was Pink with yellow. Oh, I thought I was... I keep thinking he's purple. He's not. You're right. But yes, that is the end of our episode for this week. So thank you all for listening. Um, if you can, please leave us a five-star review and share this with anyone you think might like it. Yeah, share it with your friends, your family, share it with everyone you love. Um, send it off to Nicholas Surgeon. Tell her that we mentioned her. Stick her in there. For our full video podcast and more exclusive content, you can get us on patreon.com forward slash Clover and Haggis. That is our members-only site. And you can get us on all social medias and our email address, which are all at Clover and Haggis. Email address is at cloverandhaggis at gmail.com. Yes. We keep getting a lot of spam in our emails, which is very annoying. Oh, I noticed that as well. Yeah, I have to keep deleting them. It's probably some crap that we signed up to underneath the name. No. No, no, some people just take the email and just start sending you. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, fair. But yeah, that's it for this week. So thank you all for listening and we will see you on the next one. Yes, thank you very much. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.